Praise the Lord, the rest of you. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. I feel like praising the Lord. I only got two more days and school's going to be over with. Hallelujah. One, well, I may, hey, I, I run a lap around this place the other night about, about my foot, and I think I'm about ready to run a lap about uh, the, this thing being over with. Praise God. I'm going to tell you. Hallelujah. Huh? Oh, please don't mention Hobby Lobby to Sister Darlene. No. <laughs> huh? Yeah, uh, I got more to wash it up. We 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 got a whole spot back there. All right. Oh, okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, all right. All right, we are still in this uh, spiritual warfare, the conflict between light and darkness. And um, we are definitely in a warfare and a battle. And um, we'll probably get to it tonight. You're going to find out why that you have such a hard time. And a lot of people don't realize, but a lot of the issues that go, we go through with are attacks by the enemy. Now, we're talking about right now, this part of the segment of it is Satan, the enemy of the soul. His past, his present, and his future. Um, we, uh, we talked last week about Satan's present. We've already covered uh, all the past. Uh, where he had his origins, where he began, and all of that. And uh, we're still in the present uh, right now. Um, I, uh, I heard somebody one time make a statement, well, we don't have to worry about the devil. He's, um, the Bible said in Revelation, he's going to be bound a thousand years. Well, I agree he's going to be a bound a thousand years, but he ain't bound yet. He's running wild. He's running wild. Amen. Um, if you you don't think the devil is not running wild, amen, you, with all the, the killings and everything else that's going on. Uh, I heard on, I, briefly, I didn't catch all of it, but I, I heard it in, uh, in the vehicle coming here on the radio. But I believe, I believe, in, I believe it was in Britain that uh, somebody was uh, hacked to death. With butcher knives and knives and whatever. See, they, yeah, uh, see, uh, they don't um, uh, have uh, handguns and stuff over there. And so uh, you, can, you can do away with the guns, but somebody, uh, somebody's gone crazy in the, under the spirit influence of the devil. If, if they got murder in their heart, they're going to they're gonna get you one way or the other. Hallelujah. Don't make no difference if the gun involved or not. Amen. And... This world is just, um, it's just something nowadays. Um, we're gonna, I'm going to move right on into this. Um, and um, if I can get some. I want to talk about Satan's motive and goal. 
I want to kind of get acquainted a little bit with what are the devil's motive motives and what are, what's his goal. And uh, I've got three motives of the devil that I'm going to share tonight. Number one is to manipulate you. Uh, he does everything he can do to manipulate you. Uh, and as we got into it last week, he knows what each one's uh, weakness is uh, in, in the flesh, whatever it is you, got, you deal with. Um, he don't tempt everybody the same way. But um, um, I believe it was Sister Susie who brought up about, you know, we open up the door. And um, if you open up the door, he definitely is going to come in. And uh, he's going to, as our uh, little cartoon image up there, he's, he's going to whisper in your all time. He's going to do everything to manipulate you, to, to try to make you feel a certain way, to make you think a certain way. Hallelujah. The devil can manipulate you and make you think somebody is your enemy, that that person don't have a thing in the world against you. Hallelujah. Amen. You can, you can go into a room. You can be into a room where there's several people in there, and all of a sudden you just, out of the corner of your eye, uh, you, you'll notice two or three people standing off the side over there talking with their heads together, and just because one of them looks up your way, he'll manipulate you and make you think they're talking about you. Amen. Amen. When there's nothing in the world to it, there's nothing. And I, you can let your imagination go wild here on how the devil manipulates you. Amen. He can use uh, uh, chemical substances to manipulate you. Uh, there's a lot of ways, that the, and, and, and he's, he's good at this. He's very good at this. And then it goes from manipulation to control. And we see the fellow here like a puppet on strings. Once he gets you tied up, uh, you think you're doing your own thing and you're out there and you're just having a good old time, but he's pulling the strings uh, and, and you're going the direction he's pulling you in. You've gone a little bit past manipulation uh, to control. And, uh, and this, gets, this gets a little bit more uh, in, in detail here once this here uh, occurs. And then the final stage is bondage or total possession where you are literally possessed by an evil spirit. And the longer an evil spirit come, uh, is in a person, there, once one spirit comes in, then they have the power and the ability to open the door for other spirits to come in. Uh, and that will happen. That will happen. Very seldom, very seldom is a person uh, uh, demon-possessed only have just one spirit. But uh, the longer a spirit is in a person and con controls a person, brings them under bondage, 
uh, then he's able to allow other spirits to come in. And uh, this is his goal right here, to bring you into total bondage. Look at the story of Samson, if you please. You notice how that um, uh, Samson was manipulated uh, by a beautiful woman. And he laid his head in the lap of Delilah. It didn't happen one night, didn't happen two nights, but he played a game with the devil. Let me tell you something. Don't never play games with the devil. You can't, you can't win the devil's game. You can't do it. How many people have I heard make the false assumption, oh, I can handle it? Yeah. I can handle that alcohol. I can handle this. I can handle, I can handle those pills. Yeah, okay, go ahead. It won't be long. They'll be handling you. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, that, that, that's, that's, that's one of the signs that the devil's got a hold of somebody when they, when they get in that state of denial. Oh, I can lay this down any time I want to. That lets me know right there it's already got, they're already wrapped up with Hallelujah. Amen. That's manipulation, it is control, and it is bondage. And um, this is one reason why it's very important for Christian people, if you've got some, some habits in your life that you know it's not Christ-like, that, that leans more to following the carnal flesh than the spirit, you need to get control, control of that thing, no matter what it is, because sooner or later, there are different types, and we're going to be getting in more in depth than this, there are different types of evil spirits, uh, demon spirits, uh, and uh, they, uh, they have different specialities. And I don't want to get uh, a, uh, ahead of myself, but um, let me go ahead and I want to read a scripture and bring a scripture up here. Luke chapter 8 and verse 2. And certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils. Now these, this scripture was taken, these are the women who went early to the tomb of Jesus. And uh, Mary Magdalene became a, a, a follower of Jesus. But when she came to the Lord and he delivered her, she had seven foul spirits she was possessed by. And there was a group of others there who, uh, who had evil spirits. Um, a person who who yields to a bad habit before you know it will attract an evil spirit of that same sort. And when that spirit enters a person with a bad habit, it comes deeper than a habit. It becomes a bondage. Amen. Um, there, there, are demon, there, 
They're demon, drug demons. They're alcohol demons. Uh, demons of pornography. Uh, I mean, just about any kind of bad habit or sinful thing, they are demon spirits connected with that. That's why it's important that you, as Barney Fife said, nip it, nip it, nip it. Amen. Nip it in the bud because you will attract a demon like that that will take control and put you under bondage and you can no longer just easily let down and walk away from it. It's a danger. It's a big danger. So I'll put this scripture up here because I wanted you to know, as this brings out what I was talking about a few minutes ago, that very seldom... If a person is possessed by a, a demon, very seldom it's only one demon. Uh, there's there's others that come uh, that will come along. Now, demon spirits do Satan's bidding. Now, this fellow may look cute, but demons are nowhere near cute. Amen. They're hideous. Uh, they're fallen angels, like we talked about Satan's past. And uh, last week, somebody brought it out. I believe it was Greg. He's not here tonight. But Greg brought it out last week that the devil, he's not omnipresent like God is. Now, God is omnipresent. God is everywhere at the same time. He's everywhere at the same time. The devil does not possess that attribute. Somebody tell me then if the... I mean, the devil can only be in one place at a time. God is in every place all the time. So if the devil can only be in one place at one time, how, uh, uh, how does he control everything? Right, exactly. Uh, those angels that fell with him during the fall, uh, they uh, are millions of them, and they're all over the globe. Uh, and uh, they, demon spirits do Satan's bidding. Uh, and uh, they are, it's a bad problem. As closer we get to the end of time and this thing winding up, the more we're going to do it. Um, let me give you just one example. We hear things now all the time and say uh, things that happen and we, we, we shake our head in disbelief and we say, I don't see how. Uh, a person can do that. Well, I'm going to tell you what. A lot of these things, it's not the person that's doing it. It's the spirit that's controlling them. Uh, a few years back, there was a woman took her infant son down here in Clarksville and put that baby inside the way. Alive. Now, our psychologists and all these stuff, they can come up with all kind of good book things and everything is and study this and that. But I'm going to tell you something, folks. That is nothing but demon possession. A normal human being, I don't care how bad a sinner they are, a, a normal human being under their own control will not do something like that. It is controlled by the devil. Amen. And a lot of this stuff that we see going on today, that's exactly um, how, it, how it comes comes about. 
Now, I want to, I want to take us to another scripture in, in Luke chapter 13, verses 10 and 13. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity, 18 years, and was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Now, the reason why I've got this scripture up here, I want you to understand something. There are things, sicknesses that occur that, are, that we all deal with in life. I mean, we're going to have a problem with, with colds and with flu and sinuses, things of that nature. But there are some things, some infirmities. Now, this, this was a physical infirmity. There are some infirmities that the devil puts on people to get control and bring them unto bondage. And when somebody gets sick and you pray and you pray and you do what the Word says and you know all and there's, there's no healing, then maybe you need to change your way of praying because it could be that the person has a spirit of infirmity. And uh, that, uh, that goes into a little more speciality. Amen. A little bit more. Gee, matter of fact, uh, there was uh, uh, a man who had a son who uh, was um, uh, what we would call epileptic today. And uh, he took him to his disciples, and the disciples couldn't, couldn't do nothing with him, couldn't heal him. So he, he went to Jesus and said, we, You know, help me, Lord. He says, I, took, I, I brought my boy to your disciples, and they, they couldn't do anything. Jesus rebuked the devil, cast him out, and then later on the disciples came to Jesus to the side and says, Lord, how come we weren't able to do that? Uh, he says, number one, he says, you know, you've you got to have a certain level of faith. Let's paraphrase it. He says, but this kind cometh out only through prayer and fasting. This kind. I preached a message one time a few years back called, What Kind Is Your Kind? There's some things that comes on you and in your family that just coming up and getting the saints laying hands on you, it's not going to get the job done every time. You've got to begin to stop, take some time, and to be wise. And, and, and try the spirits. Discern the spirits. There are... Uh, and to see, because there could be a spirit of infirmity, and if that spirit of infirmity, then you've got to you've got to come out that thing the same way you would come out anybody who was is possessed by the devil. 
because it takes that kind of, it's a spiritual battle and warfare. Now, uh, and look at the scripture here that I read. Uh, now, he was teaching uh, in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman who had a spirit infirmity 18 years and was bent over and could in no ways raise herself up. I'm going to put that same scripture up in a different translation because I want you to just, I want, I want to make sure everybody understands what this scripture says. Uh, and we're going to go to an God's Word translation. Now, follow that with me. Jesus was teaching in a synagogue on a day of worship. A woman who was possessed by a spirit. A person who has a spirit of infirmity, a spirit of some kind of sickness, is really the same sense as somebody being possessed. A woman who was possessed by a spirit was there. The spirit had disabled her for 18 years. She was hunched over and couldn't stand up straight. Now stop and think about this. The devil being controlled of somebody so great, Brother Kenneth, that the person had to walk around like this and couldn't straighten up. And it was that way for over 18 years. And it was a spirit, Brother Rick, that was causing that. A demonic spirit. She couldn't stand up straight. When Jesus saw her, he called her to come to him and said, Woman, you are free from your disability. He placed his hands on her and she immediately stood up straight and praised God. Hallelujah. This is how demon spirits work. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it a little bit further next time and we're going to have, have some other examples. Um, I'm going to give um, a few minutes for some uh comments or questions about what we've gone over, but I want, to, I, want to, I want to give you something that happened to me several years ago uh, in our church. Some of you have heard this before. Um, the only ones I now uh, I can remember the that was actually a witness to that, Brother Bobby, Sister Linda. Um, I wasn't pastoring uh, at the time. Brother Hill was pastor, and I was actually preaching a week's revival for Brother Hale. And uh, there was a lady uh, that used to come to church. Now, some of this stuff you see in Hollywood and stuff, it gets far-fetched, but, but uh, there are some things that they can hit pretty close to them. This lady, she wouldn't weigh 98 pounds soaking wet. Sister Mary might have been there. I know she knows who I'm going to talk to, but I ain't going to call her name. And... Uh, Sister Darlene's mom was alive. She was there, and this was this was back in uh, back in the day 
she was a uh, she was a pretty good sized lady at the time. Uh, right at around two hundred pounds or better. And there was one or two other ladies there, about the, about the same size. Uh, I was praying for people, and she comes up and uh, for prayer. And I was already under the anointing. I'd done prayed for a lot of people, and I, w- I was anointing, anointed pretty heavy. The Spirit of God was just was over me. And uh, I'm going to tell you what: when the devil is around, uh, uh, he get he gets to squirming when he gets in contact with the anointing. No sooner, and I was I, I think she was oh, asking prayer for her body for some sickness or whatever. I laid hands on her. And I'm going to tell you, I, just, I mean, I just, I just, I just touched the lady, and man, she started carrying on like you ain't never seen in your life. She hit the floor, crawling around like a snake there, uh, in front of the platform. And uh, everybody knew, knew, knew immediately. I mean, this this was a, a demon possession. And some of the ladies began to uh, to come, and she began to jerk and flop around and carry on and uh, 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 twist her body in all kind of contortions and everything. And uh, so myself and Brother Hale and some others, you know, we began to pray to cast the devil out. And, man, she began to scream, and she she got wilder and wilder. And um, they was concerned about her hurting herself. And my mother-in-law literally sat on top of the woman, and she threw her back like she was nothing. And you knew, if you if you seen how small a woman this lady was, that was not her strength, she couldn't, she couldn't have done that. There's no way she could have done that. And... Uh, I was I was young in the faith. Like I said, I was preaching revival. This was back in the seventy. I'm preaching revival for Brother Hell. I just I just had come into the Pentecostal faith. I just had uh, uh, just had come in, and it, uh, a lot of it was new. So uh, you know, man, I just you know I, I perked up, and I just looked at her, and I says, "Devil, I command you to come out of her." And she looked back at me, man, and her eyeballs looked like they'd got that big around. And a masculine voice came out of her and says, No! This little boy got out of Dodge. I turned around and cut up back behind the pulpit. Scared me. I'm going to tell you, scared me. If you could have seen that evil in her face. I hadn't, I hadn't never, I hadn't never come in contact with nothing like that up to that time. I have many times since, but I, that was my first time. And I got behind the pulpit, man, with no intention of going out back down there. I was, I was going to leave her brother hell and the rest of them. I mean, she was throwing them big heavy women everywhere, all over the place. And man, the Lord spoke to me. Oh, God. He rebuked me. He said, boy, what are you doing? 
why are you running from the enemy? Did not I already tell you greater is he that's within you that's within the world? I picked up my Bible. I came back, back around. I stepped back down. I had my Bible in my hand. And I had some of them get back out of the way. And I, and I, I held that Bible. I said, Devil, I plead the blood that Jesus spit at Calvary over this soul. You can't have her. And I command you in Jesus' name to come out and never go back. Man, she squealed out, raised up, fell like she was dead. And then in a moment of two or three minutes, she came up speaking in tongues. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, that was many years ago. And all these demonic activities are a whole lot worse today than they are they, uh, there was back then. Because it's in, it's in abundance today. So we, we, we got to understand and know that there's all kind of evil spirits. They're doing the devil's bidding. And uh, if you're having an extra hard time, you can't get something just ain't right, let's say, with finances. It could be that an evil spirit has attacked your finances. Sicknesses, I've talked about that. It could be that there's a spirit there. The list goes on and on and on. If this struggle, if this battle that you are under is just something that you, that you don't understand, how come you had not got free of what uh, and, and, and can't, can't seem to break a bondage of it, amen, it, w- it would be worth your while to at least pray about it and consider that you may be under the attack of a demon spirit. Amen. Now, a child of God filled with the Holy Ghost can't be possessed by the devil because your vessel is, is filled with, with the Holy Ghost. God is there, okay? But they can oppress you. There's a difference between possession and oppression. Oppression is like it just weighs you down, just bogs you down. Just I mean, and just I mean, it's like you're car- whatever it is that you're battling. It feels like it's you're carrying a ten thousand pound weight, and no matter how hard you try, you can't get out from under it. Yeah, and uh, so, and the devil, he he knows he don't have but a short time. We're going to get into his future uh, 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 here pretty quick, and uh, he is he, he he's rapid. Anybody got any comments or questions about what we've talked about in our lesson tonight, Brother Ken? Mm-hmm. That that was a big uh, news article. The new pope, he was there, and um, at the uh, the Saint Peter's Basilica in Rome, and he was he had he had given his um, uh, did had did the homily and everything that he did for that week, and he was walking out through the crowd, and uh, laying hands on people, 
and there was a young boy, I, uh, and uh, I, I went and I, um, on, uh, on YouTube and saw the video of it. They got a video of it on YouTube. And everybody now is saying, uh, is the Pope an exorcist? Uh, because he stopped at this one boy who was in a wheelchair, uh, and um, he laid one hand on him, and uh, and then he uh, he he went a little bit further, like he didn't do like he was doing everybody. He put two hands on on that boy, and he started heaving <gasps> like that, and then just settled him uh, back down uh, in the wheelchair. And they got all kind of discussions They'd, and saying, did the Pope perform an exorcism? Yeah, that's, that's what you uh, were talking about. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's been in the news. Really? Well, you had to have been young. Really? Right, right. Yeah. Wow. Oh.
Um, most definitely, when you're we're in a service and uh, something was to happen, the word it becomes evident that there is a spirit present, an evil spirit. Uh, the first thing that should happen is, you know, a couple of the sisters should take all the children out of the room, get them out. And then I suggest anybody who who who's not filled with the Holy Ghost leave also, because if we're working with someone who's demon possessed, see they're fallen spirits, and they have to they have to enter they have to be in a living body. If you remember the one that Jesus met uh, uh, at Gadara. They pleaded. They plead with Jesus. Says, you know, if you're going to cast us out, there's a herd of swine over there. Put us in those swine. Everybody remember that. You know, they have. They have to be inside a body to be able to relate uh, to to the to the to the physical world. Uh, and so, uh, if that spirit comes out it's immediately going to look for another place to go. And uh, children, anybody who's not Holy Spirit-filled, they could. And I've seen this happen. Now, uh, I came up, as everybody knows, uh, uh, in, in, the tent, uh, in the tent area, in the tent days. And uh, I've seen it where... To be praying for somebody up here and who who possessed, and they're screaming, jumping up and down, doing every kind of thing you can imagine. And when they get their deliverance, way back over here uh, under the tent, all of a sudden somebody else starts doing the exact same thing. And... Uh, uh, I remember one night in the evangelist, the one who was doing uh, the tent revival, uh, told some of the guys up there, said, run back to it. said, that spirit's done gotten that person. And uh, that will happen because they start looking immediately for somewhere else to go. You know, they, they've, they've, got, they've got to uh, possess something. And uh, they, they look at me. Anybody else got any comments or questions? And we're going to be getting... Going a little bit deeper in this next week, finishing this up, Satan's present. But uh, it is definitely, it's definitely real. Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. 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 
once somebody somebody is really strong in the spirit, and uh, and 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 you have helped uh, handled demon possession, uh, you can you can know every demon has got a name, and you can command that spirit to tell you what his name is. And uh, I've done this. I've ha- and, and, and matter of fact, it makes it it makes it easier to cast them out because you can call them by their name, and I command you whatever name to g- get out in Jesus' name, you know. And uh, but they'll speak out. Uh, and uh, it, uh, yes, this is what I told you back at the beginning. This. Uh, it always stirs up the devil and the enemy every time we get to uh, dealing with this. It's been several years since I dealt with this, but uh, it always makes the enemy mad. And um, but uh, there's a lot of that going on today. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've cast I've cast suicide demons out of people. I've had them tell me I'm suicide. I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill him. Talking to me, tell him what he's going to do to that individual. You know, uh, it's um, the devil's real, folks. He's real, but God is real too. Yes, Sister Mary. Yeah, that's another one. He was sitting on the front row. I was preaching that night. And, uh, man, it was, uh, he had an anger come up in him. He sat there, man, and he... Sh- tried to stare me down while I was preaching, gritting his teeth. Sister Dot was sitting up on the platform because she played the organ. And after church, she says, oh, she says, man, I'm glad this over. She said, I just, I was expecting him any time to jump up and jump on Brother Sammy. I said, I said the, the devil can't combat the Spirit of God, you know. But that same night, Sister, you know, there was just a small carpet on that, and that's a, that was a concrete floor. He took his fist, and he, man, that floor, and you could hear it pop. Man, I just I just knew he busted some knuckles. I'm all, I thought, oh, man, he's got him busted his hand open. Every bone, you know. 